Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, guys? What's going on? So today we're going to be talking about a very outlandish theory that I have, and that's in regards to the master of Balin's skull. So if we take Balin's age around maybe 55, then I think he's about five to ten years older than Anakin Skywalker. So this takes him all the way back to the prequel trilogy during the Clone Wars, where he was maybe five to ten years older than Anakin. If we go to episode three, where Balin was supposedly, according to Empire Magazine, a survivor of Order 66 by disappearing into the unknown regions. And from there, I believe personally he had Shin Hattie as his daughter, or maybe he found her or whatever, but there's no way that she has been at the Jedi Temple because she's way too young looking. She'd have to be like 30 or something, and she doesn't look 30. She looks like 20, right? So that's that. Balin's skull, I believe is so conflicted with killing Ahsoka, and we see this twice now, when Elsbeth tells him that he has to kill Ahsoka, and she's like, why do you seem conflicted? And he's like, oh, well, there's just not too many Jedi around. And you can see that there's something within him. And then in the end of episode three, he's looking off to the side, like he's just like unhappy with this decision, and he knows that there's some conflict within him, that he doesn't want to have to kill Ahsoka, because he sends the HK droids to go find her and Sabine in the forest. And he's just off to the side, and he's not looking too happy about it. He's, like, looking down, looking to the side. And you can tell this is foreshadowing that there's some turmoil inside. He's not happy. And if you take this with what he said to Elsbeth, you get the idea. I think it's much more than Balin being remorseful about killing a fellow Jedi because he used to be one. I think it has more to do with the fact that Ahsoka holds a very special place in his heart because of how much he respects his master. I believe, this is my theory, that Plo Koon was the master of Balin's skull. And I believe once Balin, during Order 66, wasn't able to have any more communication with Plo Koon after Plo's death during Order 66, he escaped to the Unknown Regions. And maybe this was training from Plo, maybe this is something Plo told him to do, if something goes wrong, this is where you go. And he went off to the Unknown Regions and hid like his master promised him to do so. And so he knew Anakin during the Jedi Temple. He knew Anakin during the Clone Wars. And this is why in the trailer he says Anakin Skywalker was a very great Jedi. Something to that effect. It's too bad that not many people got to see what he became. Was Darth Vader falling to the dark side. So I think he was either at the Temple or somehow knows what happened to Anakin. That he fell to the dark side. He might have escaped. He might have, I don't know, tried to defend some younglings. Who really knows? Maybe Shin Hattie was a youngling that he did take with him. I'm really uncertain, but the theories can go anywhere, in any direction. Balin's skull has an orange lightsaber, 
There's only one other person besides Cal Kestis who had a orange lightsaber in Legends. And this primarily comes from the game Star Wars Jedi Power Battles, which was on PlayStation 1, I think. And in that game, Plo Koon had a orange lightsaber. You also see a lot of like fan art with him with an orange lightsaber. And in Legends, he was able to shoot Force Lightning, which was called Force Judgment. And it was like an orangey color. It wasn't, it was like a yellowy color. It wasn't the same as Sith Lightning. It wasn't as powerful. This is why Darth Plagueis says, if you want to shoot real Sith Force Lightning, then you have to be shot by it first yourself. The Jedi can shoot Sith Force Lightning, but it's not going to be to the, any same effect as us true Sith who harness all our anger and hatred into it, but you also have to be hit with it first. So I truly believe that Balin Skull, this would be a really cool theory considering that Dave Filoni, his favorite Jedi of all time is Plo Koon. So I feel like he would interject his favorite Jedi into the story in some way. And this would definitely add a lot of understanding and credibility to why Balin Skull is so conflicted to kill Ahsoka, right? So he's not conflicted to kill Sabine or whatever, he even thinks that she's a Jedi or a Force user. He's more so conflicted to kill Ahsoka because, of course, she is a Jedi Master, but there's more than that. I think it's because he knows how much Plo Koon really cared for Ahsoka. Plo Koon found Ahsoka when she was a little baby. If you haven't seen Tales of the Jedi, go ahead, but there's also a lot of other source material like the Clone Wars and whatnot where Plo Koon has even spoken to Ahsoka in her native language, in the Togruta language. And this is because he truly does care about Ahsoka. He does care about her people. There is much more to Plo Koon than we've seen. And Dave has even talked about this. Like, I'm getting the idea that the show is all interconnected. Like, Merok is trained by Darth Vader. Ahsoka is trained by Anakin Skywalker. Anakin turns into Darth Vader. Those two are going to fight. Balin Skull was trained by Plo Koon. Plo Koon found Ahsoka, and those two are going to fight. So it's kind of like everyone is interconnected in some sort of very personal way in the show that will just add more gravitas to the scenes if we end up getting them, right? If this ends up actually happening. I could be totally wrong. I could be wrong in the sense that I'm just kind of looking too deep into things and thinking, well, orange lightsaber, orange lightsaber. Conflicted? Well, he's conflicted because his master really loved Ahsoka like a daughter. So it's possible, but personally, I think that Ahsoka is going to have a really hard time once she learns that Plo Koon was the master of Balin Skull. Now, the whole thing about Balin Skull having an orange lightsaber, in my opinion, is because he's not fully a Sith, right? He's not like Palpatine or even Count Dooku. He is a Jedi. He started out as a Jedi, and he has these perhaps different beliefs now, after Order 66, or maybe he always had them, that once his master died, he kind of just started to imbue more of the dark side within his teachings, within his practices into the Force. And this, by itself, organically created a orange lightsaber crystal rather than his blue or yellow or whatever it might have been. Personally, I think he had a yellow lightsaber, which kind of would make sense because he was Plo Koon's apprentice, theory. But orange is created from yellow and red and with mace windu blue and red creates purple so you can see that the two are kind of similar in the sense that they are conflicted mace had more of the dark side in him but he chose to be in the light balin had a lot of the light side in him but he chose to be in the dark so it was like this constant amalgamation of i think both sides of the force that they're using to their advantage and i think this is in my opinion the most well-rounded force user. You know, forget the Jedi who are just one way and the Sith who are just one way. I think an in-between like Mace Windu and like Balin Skull is really where it's at. Now, Balin obviously went on to become a mercenary and did his own thing once Order 66 happened. 
The reason for that? Well, I don't really know. Maybe it was just, you know, he his only way to survive, perhaps. That's how he could get around. Or maybe he had these complete different understandings of the Force that he wanted to explore, and he just wanted to dive into this darker sort of realm, or he had these dark emotions all the time, all throughout his life. But he wasn't able to really fulfill them or exercise them because of being in the Jedi Order. And once he was free of that, then he was really able to, well, turn his lightsaber orange, so to speak. So I do think that Plo Koon would have probably had a really cool apprentice in the sense where he would have been a little more flexible with things. He wouldn't have been so rigid like Mace Windu or rigid like Obi-Wan Kenobi. And I think that, you know, this is another reason why Anakin probably had the worst master that he could have had for him specifically. Not that Obi-Wan's bad, but just the fact that for Anakin, he would need someone much more flexible, like Qui-Gon Jinn. And so for all these reasons, I feel like it would be a really good fit for Plo Koon to have mentored and mastered Balin Skull, who then went off to do his own thing. I think there's a really cool backstory with this, and I believe that in Tales of the Jedi Season 2, we could get Balin Skull, and we'll maybe see who his master was. Now, I could be totally wrong, and maybe he and Shin Hati are actually from the High Republic, because they look to be kind of, well, I'm not going to say ancient, but they just wear different clothings than a typical, you know, Force user has ever worn. They seem to kind of wear something a little more aristocratic, a little more Count Dooku-esque, a little more armor, and a little more, uh, you know, like like a knight would wear, kind of in a feudal period. So I'm, I'm thinking that if he's not Plo Koon's apprentice, then maybe he's just been frozen in stasis or something, kind of like Dagon has been in uh, Jedi Survivor in the game. There's a lot of different possibilities. I know they really want to push their High Republic stuff, but maybe this is another avenue for them to do it. I hope not, but we'll see what happens. Thanks so much for watching today's video, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you. See you.